Welcome to Madam Vice President of Veep Rewatch Podcast. My name is Becky Hermenzi. I am a comedian, performance artist, writer based in New York City. Um, and I'm this is the first episode of the podcast, and I'm so excited. Um, I am a longtime fan of the show Veep and just of Julia Louis-Dreyfus in general. Um, and real Veep heads out there will know that uh, Timothy Simons and Matt Walsh, who played Jonah and Mike McClintock on Veep, used to have a Veep Rewatch podcast where they would talk about actually filming the episode and everything, but that has since stopped. So I saw a void and I figured that I would fill it. Um, I like to consider myself a little bit of a Veep expert, so we'll just jump right into this. Um, I'll be sitting down with a different person every week. It ranges anywhere from a friend of mine to a comedian that I love, and today it <laughs> this person is both of those things. Um, you might know her from the Brooklyn comedy scene. Uh, she is a comedian, a writer. She produces an amazing show, Tits to the Glass, which is actually the first show I ever got booked on as a comedian. So I'm so excited that she's here. Uh, then welcome, Hannah Gerlander. Thank you for having me. I, I can't believe I was so hard for me to not interrupt. I like wanted to say that. I was like, oh, no, no, she just needs to do the introduction. No, you can always interrupt me. Also, um, I didn't realize they had a podcast for this and they stopped. Yeah, they stopped. How they far into it did they get? They got like a little bit into season two and I like loved listening to it because they would bring on other people that were also on the show um and that's and such like, like talk a about successful it. like that always yeah, works exactly. a rewatch show by the cast members so they, is what they stopped want. but I am assuming that it's because they like are booked and like you know booked and busy but they could have made so much money exactly. like they could have got on tour they could have done reunions like they weren't thinking literally so it's a bummer that it is no more but, but it was your sign it's my sign to do it here. I'm filling in some very big shoes mm -hmm. so and hopefully people like and you'll listen. probably immediately escalate to that fame yeah, exactly so I, I expect plan. to have a million Instagram followers due to this podcast. I do feel like if this takes off they might like share it as like a check out this page yeah She's that would be so fun I've like followed all of them on Instagram on the, so it's just on a the podcast game. account it's yeah. just a waiting game you can follow Follow me at Madam Vice President Pod on Instagram. Um, I'm posting like updates and stuff on there. So it's going to be a great time. So today, obviously, we are going to be talking about the pilot episode, uh, season one, episode one. It's called Fundraiser. It first aired on April 22nd, 2012. It was directed by Armando Iannucci and it was written by Armando Iannucci and Simon Blackwell. And our, I think Armando Iannucci was like the creator of Veep. And oh. from what I know of Veep lore, it was created by a bunch of British people who like saw American politics and were like, that would make a really good show. Because it's embarrassing. Because <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> exactly. Um, and they must look at it and only think like, this must be a bit. This must be a joke. <laughs> no, literally. It's funny because British politics are also a joke. So it's like, I think joke recognizes joke yeah game recognizes game yeah game it. recognizes <laughs> game. Get it. exactly um but yeah so we can start out with i haven't really formulated like what exactly we're going to talk about but i sent hannah some questions and so that we can both answer them yes I'm um ready. the questions i asked were okay 
So let's start off with favorite joke, because the thing about Veep is that it is an insane ratio of jokes per minute. Like, I had a friend once say that she was like, I can't look down while I'm watching it because I miss five <laughs> jokes and a visual gag. I feel like my brain was really turned on because I just finished rewatching 30 Rock, mm. which is like, which is also joke, an joke, 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 ratio. I literally watched the 30 Rock finale and then watched this first episode. So I was feeling like I was really tapped you're, in. I was like, I'm ready for in. the amount of jokes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm pulling up what I wrote down for favorite jokes, but you have to know something so embarrassed. I wrote it all in my nice little journal. Yeah. And then I left my journal <gasps> at Nick. Nannying, no. and I had to ask the mom I nanny for to like text me pictures. Oh, but this is in the middle that's of so like funny. joke ideas. Like these notes in my notebook are in the middle of joke ideas. Sometimes you know some poems. <laughs> so like I <laughs> not the poetry. It's just so embarrassing thinking that she had to flip through to this. Where also I wrote so many hearts, so many little tools. So funny. Okay, so which one? Would, which one did you ask me? Sorry. So favorite joke. Okay, so. That was getting hard. I watched it twice. Yeah. I watched it once and just like took it all in. Absorbed it. Because at first I was watching it and I was like going to write down each thing I liked. But then I was like, let me just watch it. Okay. So my favorite jokes that I wrote down, like which is kind of in order of the show, is also just times I like fully laughed out loud. Yeah. Big jump ahead to when they're at what was supposed to be like the meeting about the mm -hmm. silverware. Yeah. And it's like 10 people there. Yeah. And Gary is like telling her everything coming her way. And then she's he's like, that guy's coming over with your coffee ready. And she's like, I've got large moving <laughs> shapes covered, Gary. I was like, oh. I had that one written down too. Also, I when I rewatch shows, this is a flaw. I don't think anyone else does this. I like will not start on the first episode. I don't okay. know why. I'm just someone who the first couple episodes, I don't like watching them because I feel like they didn't They're fully like get the characters up. yet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did Veep know who they were from they day one? started hot. Like, some of the jokes, like the did the president call bit. Oh, my God. Like that's in the first episode. One that's of my like, favorite bits. And, like, also, like, fully Gary is Gary in the first episode. Yeah. They're, like, like fully realized, like, fleshed out I was out like, this is amazing. That are absolutely perfect. And I think also... You know, every character has an episode in the coming seasons where, like, they really showcase who they are. And I feel like this first episode, they all get to. Like, yeah. even, like, Jonah, we, like, immediately know who we Jonah is. We meet him. Is. He's the worst. <laughs> like, he's, like, inappropriate, loud, yeah. annoying. You know what I've learned, though, about myself? And then we'll oh, no. go back to favorite jokes. I don't know if this is a popular, unpopular opinion. I hate Amy. Interesting. Do people like her? I... I don't want to say that it's internalized misogyny, but like, you know what it is? It's not that. <laughs> Something about her being like, like, I don't like we're supposed to hate Jonah. Yes. And we're supposed to hate, maybe not hate Dan. I don't like Dan. I think, yeah, I think we're supposed to like not like who Dan is. But Jonah is like, you're, you know, you're supposed to. But hate like, him. I like Mike. Yeah. And I'm also kind of rooting for Mike. Yeah. I'm not rooting for Amy. Interesting. She's a little, she's a little too mean, but yeah. then like not cool. She's just like kind <laughs> of, she is kind of the worst. Like Salita's cool. Yeah. Salita's <laughs> awful, but she's cool. Yeah. Amy is kind of the worst because Amy, I think Amy is really the character where we see she immediately has no like moral compass or anything like yeah. that. She's, she 
gets really mad about Dan like using the like mm-hmm. ladder to like climbing the ladder, but she's like simultaneously doing the same thing. We especially see that when they're like in the future seasons when they're competing to be her campaign manager. Yeah. Like that definitely really comes out with both of them. But like I like I like Sue's meanness and yeah. shortness. I think they're all mean and that's why I like it. Yeah. It because is comforting to see a show like what was the other show where they were all bad people? Seinfeld. Another Julia Louis Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Where they're all bad people. Seinfeld also like it's the same kind of thing with Succession where it's like you really just hate all of the characters. I'm but not like watching Succession. Oh. But I know well, the vibe. But like you hate about you business. hate all the characters, yeah. And you simultaneously like root for them as well. Yeah. That's what's going on in Veep. Yeah. And like it's sick because I know Selena is a bad person. The but worst. in later seasons, I want her to be the president. So I know. Bad. Well, that's the thing is you're rooting for all of them. Okay, let me go back to my favorite jokes though. Oh, also when they finally make it to her speech, <laughs> the like laugh after laugh after laugh was box me Gary and making her tall enough for the podium then her saying the joke they wrote for her and only them Them laughing laughing. (laughs) but then them not laughing at her riff like when she does the stiletto joke they're like well that's not as good as what we gave you that's so funny and then when she's going through the notes and you see the page where he just drew a smiley <laughs> face, I was like, I can't imagine like being on stage and you're trying to make something out of nothing. And then you see, don't forget to smile. Like you're like, I'm not giving you even or, or what does she say in the speech? Uh, she talks about the guy who died. Uh, and she's Senator like, Reeves, he's yeah. a dead. A dead. <laughs> I was like, God, this is so funny. And the guy that, like, the senator or whatever who introduces her is standing on the box, and he's, like, so much taller than the podium, but he just saw the box and was like, I guess I'll stand on it. And then after she gets off, she does a speech, she says the R word, and she's immediately like, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, also when she's walking up to her speech and she's just saying, I see you. I see you. <laughs> I see you. I was like, you know, what? I might do that next time I'm like running into a bunch of people. I see you. I see you. I see you. Um, but then, of course, the post speech chaos. Oh, my God. And then Gary trying to close that box. Gary trying to close <laughs> the box and then being like. Every second we spend, the word goes up a font size in the yes. papers. <laughs> That's so good. And I also love that Gary has this tendency to like be like he hears what Selena says and he wants to say something similar back. So mm-hmm. she's like, he's on my team, but she's always like, I just said that. <laughs> and she was like, be like a barricade, you know, like like barricade me. Yeah. And she, he was like, mm-hmm, like the Pope. And she was like, Gary, like, Gary. And like, she goes, what? <laughs> she's like, it's just one too far. <laughs> I I think my favorite joke is I mean my favorite running bit of the whole show is did the president call Sue yes. did the president call I almost considered naming this podcast Sue did the president call okay <laughs> you know what something to consider something to something consider, consider a rebrand um but I think my favorite joke is when so like the last act of the episode is when there uh, Jonah brings the card to sign for Senator Reeves's widow. And Amy accidentally signs her own name instead of Selena's mm-hmm. name. And so they're like, we have to go get the card back so right. that we can like fix it. And Gary wearing Sue's like red rain jacket that is too small on him yes. because he needed a jacket to like smuggle the card out from Jonah's office. He's like in Jonah's office and Jonah's like, Gary? And Jonah makes the deal with Gary where he's like, 
I'll give you the card back if you like get me a date with Amy tonight. And Gary's mm. like, do I look like a pimp? And John is like, yeah, <laughs> yes. you look like a pimp. <laughs> also, going back to when he's first, when he first realizes he has to get the card and he yeah. has to hide it in his jacket and he doesn't have his jacket, like a coffee got spilled. Yeah. And Sue offers his. The like two minute bit of, thank, <laughs> thank you, Sue. Sue. And he's thank like, you. idea is Sue. <laughs> thank you, Sue. <laughs> like, how did, no, I mean, I bet they did laugh, but I was like, I, I was dying. I was like, this is such an insane reaction. Insane. I also <laughs> and love like, it. And also, I feel like if like any other person would be like, oh, can I have a man's coat? Yeah. But Gary was like, thank you. Thank you, Sue. A nice red pink Idea, Sue. <laughs> it was so funny. I love it. And the hood, the hood. <laughs> the, the, and she, Selena's like, maybe you should put the hood down. He's like, I was going to take the hood down. <laughs> and when they're it getting- felt like maybe he wasn't. <laughs> When they're getting into the car after the speech and like they're like, Mike, you're going to have to pull an all nighter to like fix this. And Mike is like, well, I got the dog at home, which we obviously know that there's no dog. When do they reveal that to us? It's like in the first season. Because I did think in that moment we were about to learn it. But I was like, oh, no, right now we're thinking there's a dog. And Selena, (laughs) Selena looks at Mike. She goes, Mike, you go home. You feed the dog. Walk the dog shoot the dog and then one more bury the dog (laughs) and then come back she even like gives him time to grieve the dog because also like can you imagine being in charge of like social media what is it for not just social media just like like the communication like the press for the vice president and being like i cannot help out tonight you guys yeah (laughs) like that is so insane also went after her speech where she knows she's in trouble for saying the r word the realizing that his press plan was like let's not do anything in case Tom Hanks dies (laughs) like realizing that every time he fucks up he's hoping a bigger bigger thing happens to like get them out of the news cycle (laughs) I yeah I have written down Mike is genuinely one of the best characters in this show he really is so is Sue and so is Gary Gary is so, I wrote so much, so many hearts around Gary. I love when they go to Senator Hallow's office and we first get introduced to Dan, the like, the way that we get introduced really to Dan is when Dan, Amy, and Gary are like outside the office and Gary's trying to like work the Keurig and Mm -hmm. he like keeps saying like, do I press a button? Do I put a pot in or anything? And, and Dan gets so Dan gets so frustrated. He's like, you put the fucking thing in the little thing. And then, <laughs> and then he's like, you're tapping his face. <laughs> so fucking easy. I literally was like, this is such an intense character introduction. I do have some notes, but though. But I, I just, can I just say, oh, I yeah. love it when after he goes, so it's so fucking easy and sits back down and Gary goes, too quick, I didn't see it. <laughs> he's like, I literally could still not make your coffee. <laughs> Like, that's his diss. You were too good, too quick. Too quick, quick, didn't Didn't see it. Didn't see it. That's the best I could say. I am finding it hard to believe that Gary can't use a Keurig machine. You know? The man who's definitely making most of Selena's coffee. But also, we have to remember this was 2012. And I think Keurigs were, like, new. Were they? That was, like, a new thing. Yeah. Why did Senator Hollow have one? Well, that's the White House. Oh, is it? It's the... It's Washington, D.C. I guess The most important political people. But so is Selena. Where's hers? I know the joke is she doesn't get nice things. Yeah. (laughs) The joke Uh, is that the Veep gets nothing. The Veep gets literally nothing. I was going to say, even... Like going off of the Veep getting nothing. I love the intro to the show where 
it's like the da 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 music and they like have all the news clippings and like pictures of Selena and it like gradually gets like Selena <laughs> is in Iowa, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like Meyer proud to be Veep and like her face <laughs> is just like she's just frowning in she's every like, single picture. D- disappointed, devastated. <laughs> I love any time when she has to deal with just the worst news ever or which is, oh, what is it? It's in this episode, right? Because then I went and I watched a couple episodes afterwards. I can't remember. Maybe I wrote it down. Oh, I did write something about when when she's at Senator Hollow's office and she walks in to the couch section and then she turns and the senator sat at the desk. Like, it's so simple, but just her realizing that she's not about to have a nice little couch sit down and she has to walk back to the desk so slowly. I was like, it's so small, but it was so funny and so cringy too. Everything is so intentional Mm -hmm. in this show, which is like absolutely incredible and just like a testament to like the comedic writing that was happening. I also was dying when we meet Dan, we learn, which also I thought pretty good business strategy Yeah, to like tell her two notes he had for her campaign, right? <laughs> it's so funny when then later the episode she asked Mike, I she's think- like, let me just see what my head of communications <laughs> has to say. And he's like, the hat. He's like, you didn't smile enough. Or and he's he- like, you look too tired and the hat. And the hat. He's like, and the hat was really hurt so us. so funny thinking of the, they all know the hat. And I'm like, God, Gary's would- like, I likes the hat. And the Mike's hat like, the hurt hat hurt us. <laughs> Which is just such an in- intense thing to say about a freaking hat. But I was like, that's so funny. Like Dan gives like such insightful feedback. Yeah. And then it's like, how can anyone, how can Amy be shocked that he yeah. got hired? Exactly. But I did love, not to jump all the way to the end, but no. such like a, I feel like Amy and Selena have such like a sister relationship, yeah. like a bitchy sister relationship. And I feel like it's so revealed in that final scene when like Amy is like, can I speak to you for a sec? And you watch Selena like have the biggest like jaw drop eye roll, like annoyance about it. And she's like, what, Amy? And they're talking (laughs) about why Selena hired him and then why Selena hired him. And then Amy reveals to Selena. Selena's like, I used him. And Amy's like, no, No, he used used you. you. And she was like. No, I'm the user. He's (laughs) the (laughs) UZ. But you could like see her face. She's like. It's too late. I made the decision. <laughs> but that scene was like so funny. They're so good. All the little things. Yeah. Uh, the next question I asked Hannah to think about was best visual gag because, I mean, this show is like all about visual gags. And we already talked about some of them a little bit. But I mean, like, <laughs> I just think for me personally, the presence of Gary's bag, the Leviathan already mm-hmm. being such a big thing in yeah. the episode. When Amy's like, did you know he calls it the Leviathan? <laughs> and, he's, and then Dan calls it like his big fucking bitch bag yeah. or something. <laughs> like, I just think that every moment that Gary has the Leviathan yeah. is a stunning visual moment. And I love any time that he's offering Selena something, just the idea of him packing it in his bag. Like Like in the car when he's like, he's like, you want to add the scarf? And she's like, no. He's like, I think the scarf is pretty. And she's like, I don't want to add the scarf. It's like the idea that like he was walking out the door and he's like, 
scarf would look nice with today's <laughs> outfit for her. He's like, well, like, and we it. see in the future episodes, like him with the lipstick. Like, I feel like the lipstick is an ever present thing where he's yes. just always got at least three shades of lipstick. And it's just, so, and she is so doesn't give a shit about what a big deal it is that he not has a, his bag of stuff for her. It, there's nothing more endearing though than the overlap moment when like they're on the same page. Oh, yeah. Like when he's giving her advice about how to look and she's like, really? You promise? And she's like, kind of desperate. It's like, this means the world to Gary. That you're on his team. Um, I did. I feel like a lot of the visual gags or like just smaller stuff that I laughed. I feel like I mentioned while we were just talking about favorite jokes. I did write, though, that when at the end, after like a million things have gone wrong, when Mike is trying to talk to Selena and Sue is like, she's busy, she's busy. And she's like, she's spinning. Oh and God, then I it love cuts that. to her just in her chair, spinning. literally spinning in circles. And her feet can't touch the ground because she's so little. I know. Like when she first meets Jonah, like we know she's in heels. Yeah. And she's still like looking, looking up at Genuinely him. looking so high up at but him. But I was like, oh my God, that is so, it's such a small thing where it's like the episode would have been fine without it. But it's like, yeah. oh, just that extra and like Sue so is just 20. like, Gary? She's spinning. She's spinning. And like they all know what it means when she's <laughs> like, spinning. Like the idea that like that's been a universal like we've all we've all messed up one too many times if she's <laughs> spinning in her chair. We know that Selena is spinning. I don't know why I'm so afraid to drink the Diet Coke near the mic. <laughs> don't be not afraid of the mic and the Diet Becky Coke. Becky being a really good host brought Diet Cokes for everybody. I did. And for everybody. And everybody. Me, me and her. <laughs> me and Hannah. <laughs> Well, for, was, for our live studio audience, <laughs> for all the people here. Can you here. imagine if we did that? A live studio audience. I know. I wonder. So fun. It really would be. We're looking at it like we do it here. <laughs> <laughs> we probably do it somewhere else. No shame to this. It's just like there's not a lot of room for no. people. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the two empty chairs just that we're looking at. Um, the other, uh, yeah, the other question I asked was like favorite moment of like specifically political satire, and I think. For me personally, it's at the very beginning when they're talking about Senator Reeves and Selena's like, oh, Reeves, did he die yet? It's kind of like (laughs) everyone you can. We all know that there have been those senators where like people are just waiting for them to die. Right. And like thinking and they know they're like, it's now like it's about to happen. Like it's about to happen. It's kind of like looking at your watch. Like Like, just so we know, is it done yet? Has he died yet? (laughs) And then when I love when Dan like is genuinely excited to To tell tell them. them. He's He's like, like, watch watch this. this." (laughs) And I was like, what an insane like be like, wait till I break the news. And you think it's going to be both them like. Oh, that's awful. And they're like, rapey Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> Selena's like, he grabs my left tit. <laughs> and it's like anytime they're sharing stories about like the people they've met and like along the way, I'm like, oh my God. And it's like, it's all probably true. It's true. Well, yeah, there's like yeah, no Not way. true for Julia. Well, probably for Julia Louise-Dreyfus. Yeah. In her career, obviously she's not not in the White House. Yeah, <laughs> no. But I, I love that they like, all of Veep is filmed in Maryland and like all that sort of. I love that it's like local. Quote is it unquote. really? Yeah, it's all filmed in I Maryland. Didn't know this. Yeah. I didn't know anything. <laughs> I was actually getting nervous when you were saying like the actors' names. Yeah. Who would you say? The ones that plays Tim- Jonah, Timothy Mike. Simons, and uh, Matt Walsh. I was like, who is that? Who the fuck are they? Other than Tony Hale and Julia Louise Dreyfus, I don't know who they are. Yeah. Other I'm, than their like character names. I just like when I love a show, I like 
love it. Mm -hmm. And I like find out everything about it. Yep. And I'm also one of those people that will be watching a show or a movie and I like immediately open up Wikipedia or IMDb because yep. I'm like, I know that actor from somewhere. You're like that meme that's like me interrupting my family movie night to tell them all that that guy was from the no. commercial we watched last week. Literally, <laughs> that is me. <laughs> it's like nobody cares, but no. you like can't stop it. No, but I have to tell you. I have to tell people. <gasps> I feel like that's how I get with certain shows. But I think Veep always felt like I was like, I, I haven't made Veep part of my, like, like, I have, like... Your rotation. Yeah, like, I have, like, yeah. 30 Rock, The Office, mm-hmm. What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, nice. And Parks and Rec. Those are, like... The classics. Even Modern Family these days. Always tossed in. Can always rewatch it, start from scratch, know everybody's names, know yeah. how everybody got their job, watched all the bloopers. Yeah. Veep hasn't gotten there for me yet, because this... Interesting. I, I've never... I've only watched all the way through once. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like now I'm just starting the rewatch and I'll, yeah. listen, I'll listen along. <laughs> now I'm in. <laughs> Thank you. Um, At least I'll have one listener. <laughs> you'll definitely have me. And you'll definitely have me back as a guest. Oh, yeah. I want that, that in that episode. verbal confirmation. I literally, I have a spreadsheet of like all the episodes because and like the people that I want to have on them. That's my favorite Veep episode. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. That's a, It's a really good one. So Hannah will definitely be yeah. a repeat so of So I hope everybody this. really likes this. Yeah. <laughs> I hope everyone happen loves again, the first episode. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> But yeah, I think Veep is like the big show for me where I just like can constantly rewatch it. But also like Parks and Rec and also mm-hmm. Arrested Development is like one of my all time oh, favorite yeah. shows where I just can pick up anywhere and love it. See, for me with Arrested Development, except for whatever the like Netflix yeah. season I was gonna they say, did. I was going to mention what they only, did there. <laughs> yeah, only the first three seasons. Yeah, but see, Arrested Development and even Veep feel so much like shows I want to pay attention to. And, like, don't get me wrong. Of course, Parks and Rec I want to pay attention to. And what we do in the shadows, office, 30 Rock, whatever. But, but it's, like, it's I like can, background. if I miss 30 minutes, okay, that's the whole episode. If I miss 15 <laughs> minutes, like, I'm okay. But I, I feel like if I miss minutes. 15 minutes of Veep, it's not like I'm missing a big chunk of the story. I won't be able to figure it out. But it's, like, yeah. I should have been watching. Yeah. I'm so afraid I'm going to burp from the soda. <laughs> Do you see me keep like going back? <laughs> Grabbing your neck. Like Grabbing my throat like that's going to yeah. help. Um, I also, I didn't, I sorry, I didn't ask you what your favorite moment of political satire was. I don't even think I have saying down for that. That's okay. Because I feel like as in my notes, it's favorite jokes, favorite jokes, visual comedy, Hannah's personal notes. <laughs> Hannah's personal. You can read those out if you want. <laughs> that those are literally. I don't like Amy. <laughs> I hated Dan showing Gary how to make coffee. I bet <laughs> Gary knows how to make coffee, which is just embarrassing. And then I wrote um, her saying, "I see you, I see you." And then I wrote underneath that, "I will try that." So I guess that's just for me. I, I will try that. I hope the woman I ninety four next did to not. the glass show. You're like, "Hi, I, I see, see you. you. I, I see you." you. <laughs> Um, let's see what else I wrote. Do, do, do. This is so embarrassing for me. Gary. Okay, so obviously it's so funny. Gary's like need for Selena's approval. Yeah. When he learns Amy messed up the card and he can't help but run He's, in there. I wrote down Gary's such a tattletale. And, and I, I Gary, wrote Gary, no, no, no. Gary's need to tell Selena about the card. And then I wrote next to it, ha ha ha. I was like, <laughs> don't forget, Hannah, you laughed. You that. laughed there. You liked that. I love when. After Gary goes in and tells Selena, obviously, that Amy fucked up the card, Selena comes out and is just like, what the fuck? 
And yes. then she like she does one of my favorite lines in the show where she's banging on Sue's desk and goes, "The incompetence in this office is staggering." <laughs> also, anytime when she comes out and we know there's someone in there, and she has to go back and forth from being like. Yeah. So mean, yeah. so mean to the people that work for her who are idiots. Yeah. And then she goes like, and she's like, sorry, crazy day over she's here. Like, Gary, can I get two coffees, please? Yeah. And she's literally apologizing to what, what was the guy's position? He was like the like president of some like Americans with disabilities, yes. like foundation. And she's like apologizing for saying the R word and in between. And she's like coming out and like screaming at everybody. <laughs> I also thought that was so funny that when she says it. And nobody laughs and just like, well, because like Hallow says it earlier to her as like a because the phrase is hoist by your own petard. Oh, OK. And I didn't know this. Hallow's made the joke using instead of petard, the R word. Yeah. <laughs> and so Selena is like obviously like grasping for straws during that speech yeah. because it's, she has as nothing she to, she's allowed as to she say. She said it's been pencil fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and she <laughs> so she tries that joke and then. As soon, like you can see it coming out of her mouth, and then her realizing as it's coming out of her mouth, and I should she, not have said this. How does she even end it? It's she, just she says it, and then it's silence, cut. and then it cut to I know, I know, I know. I know. I know. She's like still stuck, coming down from like the forced smile at everybody. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. It's also like I feel like I felt that moment because I feel like okay, we're comics, we go to open mics. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just toss the R word around, oh my God, but I feel so like bad. at open mics, nobody like is super faced. Cause it's like, you know, not and it's always, always like that guy that does but it. But like when someone does it, like at a show, like I feel like at like a bigger show or like a Brooklyn show yeah. where like the people are not pleased to hear it. No, it's the same vibe as like in that room and that just silence. Before I took saying. Something really going on outside, I know. which I told you I wanted to be a part of. <laughs> I live near the studio. We were, I was sitting on the stoop, and Hannah comes up, and these two girls saw each other, and we're like, "Oh my god, I haven't seen you in so long!" Blah blah. blah. And Hannah was like, "What if I went up to them and was like, I live right around the corner. Like <laughs> I could I'm be, just, I could be involved in this. I don't have a lot of friends like in my neighborhood, so <laughs> it would just be nice to like have friends, ex expand the group. No, not to have friends. <laughs> I have friends. I know how that goes. That's true. We did hang out one time. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been on my show and you've come to my mic. That's I had true. to pursue you. It's amazing I'm even here because I pursued you so hard, Becky. For I what? This podcast? Friendship. Oh, friendship. Right, right, right. I was, you were like, we got to hang. And I was like, make a group chat with our friend Lauren, who is our mutual friend. We don't really need her anymore now that we've hung out one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> we, we, could, we could still hang out with her, but- we Just don't, kidding. We love you, Lauren. We don't need Lauren, though. <laughs> Lauren's not our glue anymore. That's but we true. forced her to glue. be our glue at Super Bueno. We did. We That's went to Super Bueno in the East Village. Terrible. It, we were going because Hannah saw a New York Times article about it, and it mm -hmm. looked so good. We were so excited. They have a Awful. famous, like, green mango martini. Yeah. And I had their, like, house, like, vodka soda that was, like, special. It was, special. It was like, a special vodka soda. It was... Delicious, one of the best drinks I've ever had, but the yep. food was so terrible. And they like sh were trying to shame me out of ordering the nachos for myself. Yeah, that was really weird. We had put in a bunch of food, and then I was like, I was like, I'm gonna get the nachos. And he was like, Well, if you're not sure about the nachos, that's already a lot of food. The nachos are definitely a sharing. And I was like, and at that point, now I was like, now I have to get them. Yeah, and now I, and have, now to I have to eat, eat all, all of them. them. And I didn't even like them that much, so I'm yeah. like, ugh. Anyway. 
I was trying to pursue Becky. Then we went there and had uh, pursue Becky as a friend. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Romantically. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to date Becky for a while now. Um, and then we went there. And now we've yeah. really launched because now we're business partners. Kind of. We are business partners. Because now part of your business. <laughs> yeah. This is a business. I'm a real you give me an inch. I take a mile girl. <laughs> I make a lot of money off my 33 Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all you have on the pod? On the pod, yeah. Did I follow? I don't know. Let me make sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else about our super bueno night. I can't remember. It was way too loud. It was way too loud in the (laughs) restaurant. It was very loud. But yeah, Tits to the Glass, Hannah's incredible show and mic that she runs at The Skinny. Um, It was the first show I ever got booked on as a Brooklyn comedian. But then I got COVID and couldn't be on the show. That was awful. True I didn't logic. follow. I just followed. Sorry about that. Yeah. 37. 37. 37 now. That's a lot of money right there. Leaving money on the table. And maybe maybe you'll post a picture of me. I will 100% and post a picture of And maybe my, I don't have that many follows on my personal Instagram, actually. <laughs> People, I feel like everyone I know has like 10,000 followers. We have like the same amount of followers on our 2,179. I have 2,224. Kind of a big flex. Ah, um, not to not to embarrass myself, but I am a little bit famous. No, that's nice. I, I did wish. have one. Reel. I wish I do. A, did have one reel that went viral. So really I banking off of that. I'm not mad at them because they didn't mean to do this to me. But I was on the show and they post. You know how you can share content with the person where like you post it yeah. and it's also posted on yours, mm-hmm. so you both get the same like interaction. Yeah. So it's like it goes to both of your phones. Yeah. This show I was on filmed everybody's sets and they posted a clip, but just on theirs, which I was fine with. Oh. But then it went so viral. It got so many views and so many likes. And then their page was getting follows. And I was like, what a bummer. I was like, no, me. me. <laughs> I want those follows. And then I was like, is there any way to right now share yeah. this with me? <laughs> They're like, we can't figure it out. And I was like, it's, Damn it. it's not the end of the world. I can just post the clip on my page. I'm the lazy one who just hasn't done that. But it's also the algorithm is so weird because like I've had my one. I feel like I need to show more tit. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, like I feel like if I was like. My one reel that blew up, no tit was shown. I was wearing like a pretty high neck shirt. Must be nice. And the other like other clips that I've posted have like not done well, but I've used the same hashtags. It's kind of just like a crapshoot, which is so annoying. I just kind of feel like I could post average clips. But like if I really kind of slut it up, yeah, I could maybe get some traction and then really drop my grade A stuff for them. Yeah. I'm trying in to, average clothes. I'm really trying to have a slutty girl summer. I feel like I had my slutty girl summer. I just kind of want to have a, like a cleavage summer. Cleavage summer. Yeah. Right. Like I don't well, I don't want to be slutty. I want you to be slutty. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try. Are you single? Yeah. 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 Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. You know. <laughs> yeah, so you should have a slutty summer. Yeah. I'm taken. Sadly. That's true. Even though I'm trying to date you. <laughs> I am taken. <laughs> Even though Hannah relentlessly He'd be devastated me. if he learned that I've debuted I'm having a slutty summer. <laughs> but I feel like I'm having like a I'm into my boobs again. I was after oh. I lost some weight and then I was not into them cuz they just didn't they weren't as big as they were before. Interesting. I was pretty mean to them for a while, but recently I found the right couple tops. Oh, we've we really went from like only talking about the show to, to now like to boobs. No, we're talking about boobs. my boobs. Well, Celia has some amazing cleavage moments. She does. She does. And, and I've found my look that gives me my cleavage yeah. moment. So I think I'm going to take them back out. Well, I, I I don't remember what season it was. It was either the first or the second season of Veep. 
and Julia Louis-Dreyfus got diagnosed with breast cancer mm-hmm. and like went through chemo, had a double mastectomy, like while filming the show. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once she got like her reconstructive surgery, she was probably like, let's show, show off. off. Show, show off. off. I want V-necks. I want <laughs> V-necks only on the, the V. The vice president must be wearing a V-neck. <laughs> That's the news. She like sat down wardrobe. She's like, listen up. Yeah. I did just listen to her on a podcast mm-hmm. and she was talking about the night that she won all the Emmys for yeah. a bunch of Emmys for Veep was also like the that morning she found out she had breast cancer and yeah. she was like, Way to just have the best and the, and the worst, worst day of ever. your life all in one. That's awful. Wow. I'm getting so many followers from my page. <laughs> you really should have just posted something saying you have to follow me. I did. Not for me. Oh. For you. No, for my podcast. Well, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I also You follow- just weren't paying attention. I followed like 800 people. Okay. I followed everyone who followed my old page. Gotcha. To try to get them, get their attention. Gotcha. So, like, I'm Maybe getting a lot of followers, them. but it's, it's not. It's work. It's not independent followers. They're follow You got to do work. They're follow backs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I reached out first. You really have to put in the work. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I also, I think one of the fun things about rewatching Veep in this time in the world especially when I was rewatching it in 2020 is like the mm-hmm. way that it mirrors so closely, like what is happening in American politics. And oh it really God. is because this is a show from like 11 years ago. Yeah. And it really is just like the same shit happens over and over again. And like my favorite thing on Twitter is when people take like a clip of Kamala Harris, like being absolutely out of pocket. And they're like, <laughs> she's really in her Selena Meyer era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you wait, honestly, the episode today's today's speech the speech in episode <laughs> one is so similar to oh, I don't want to misquote it because it's so it was so funny when Kamala was like talking about how much she loves graphs or charts. Oh you know what was the quote? She's oh, like on stage and she has almost Venn diagrams. N- yes, <laughs> she almost has nothing to say. Yeah, and she's just like doubling down on Venn diagrams. And, and then like, she like <laughs> points to the person in the audience. She's like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> What? And I was like, this was literally Selena today, like, has nothing to say. So she's like, he's a dead, a he's dead. a dead man. He's, <laughs> he's a dead. And there's silence. And I was like, I watched that clip and I was like, oh, my God, that is so funny. Literally the same, just like, honestly, I hate to say this. Now, here's the thing about me. Okay. I don't, I don't understand politics. Like, yeah. I understand the basics. They're hard to understand. But I don't understand, like, what's going on on a deep, like, daily basis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I do have to say, though, like, do we actually need a vice president? Like, are they actually doing anything other than, you know, possibly representing something the president doesn't have so he can win the award? And by the award, I mean be the president. Yeah. And then it's, the like they're, and it's like they're only... <laughs> Their only job to step up, really, like, don't they have, like, kind of, like, this, I don't want to sound disrespectful, but don't they kind of have, like, bullshit jobs for the whole four years? Yeah, I think they don't weigh in on the big thing. I mean, like, that's obviously the, like, joke of Veep is, like, they truly have zero power and, like, 
they are there mostly as like a mouthpiece for the president. Yeah. And in the event that the president gets like assassinated or something, they have to like step up. When she learns in way later seasons that like something happened to him and she she's, like, seven, she's like sprinting what? down the hallway <laughs> she and she's like so excited. That episode is so, and her face when they're like, it was just like yeah. gas or something, <laughs> like the chest fades. And they like take all the stuff away from her and then she has to leave. So is so So humiliating because that really because she was so excited and then her whole team just saw her like run yeah and she like immediately like fires jonah she's like trying to (laughs) fire him i that would be the first thing i did fire jonah i in my opinion big jump ahead hats off to everybody for having their characters down on day one yeah later seasons i feel like jonah's went a little too far yeah, I think there was there were a couple like things in Veep that like got out of control in the later seasons, but I think I mean and again not to jump to another episode, but genuinely my favorite moment of Veep is when they're doing the deposition and the like people that are interviewing Dan, Amy, and Jonah are reading off the list of nicknames that they have for Jonah. (laughs) And it's like Jolly Green Jizz Face, like Super Califragilistic XBLA Dick Cheese. It's (laughs) It's, so funny. And they're just like, again, it's like name after name after name that are so funny. And he just goes, well, my friends call me Tall McCartney. (laughs) (laughs) His character, he's such a perfect love to hate. Yeah. Even in that in the first episode, he comes right out the gate. Right out the gate. Hateable. So gross. And I love that that's the one thing that like Selena's team, like they all clearly like are kind of like siblings and like yeah. hate each other. And there's all this rivalry going on with them. But the one thing that they can come together on is that they fucking hate Jonah. And I do think it's so funny because it also reveals that Mike is definitely the most immature of oh, the group. Yeah. The way that Mike is the one like still making fun of Jonah, walking him out the door, yelling like, kiss, kiss, He's goodbye. like, kiss you, miss you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, everyone's now back to work, Mike. And he's like walking around, talking to Jonah, like making fun of him, following down the hall. And it's like, so I'm Brad for Mike. Oh my God. And when, when she's the front page of the paper. Yeah. Well, of the style section, which is also so so funny. Style section of the Washington Post. (laughs) Yes. She comes in and she's like, front page of the style section of the the Washington Post. It gets less and less like, who really cares? And when she's yelling at everybody and then she's like, Mike, tuck your shirt in. Your (laughs) Your dick dick is is hanging hanging out. (laughs) They're also good at like taking it. Like. I'm like, I feel like they're all like, we get this from the first episode is they're all so used to this dynamic. Yeah. And And it's like they don't they don't know another way. Isn't there a later season where one of them? No. Oh, Amy's boyfriend is like a nice, normal person. And she just like you can tell, like, yeah, cannot fucking because like it's clear that like because like it's pretty common for when people will become president or like vice president, like. They keep their teams with them from when they were like a lower position. Mm-hmm. So it's clear that Selena has been working with these people for years. <laughs> so and they only know one way to be so spoken they, to. Yeah, they only know one way to be spoken to and to speak to people. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it when they have to interact with like a normal person. Yeah. And like not talk like that because it's so awkward. But that like moment of Selena yelling at Mike after with the newspaper and she's like, do a press release. Like, you have to fix this. And, like, walks away. And then, like, she's like, have Dan help you. <laughs> yes. And Mike looks at Dan and he's like, Mike is so mad. 
<laughs> but Mike, like being Mike and not really having good burns, yeah. looks at Dan and goes, well, did, in your poli sci BA, did you learn how to write a press release? <laughs> and, and Dan is probably like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I don't even need a degree to yeah. learn how to write, write a, a press, press release. <laughs> it's really funny, like watching Mike's character when the internet and like phones oh my keep God, getting smarter yeah. and smarter. I and he becomes that. more and more like useless. More and more of an idiot, which is so fucking funny. What does he say in episode one? It's so, it's, because like you were saying, it's so funny when they have to interact with other people, especially other people like, in within government who aren't as terrible as them. Mm -hmm. It's obviously so fun when people are as terrible as Selena, but then she still one-ups up, one them and yeah. is like, you have no idea how awful how I actually awful I am. Can be. Um, but it's in this episode, someone comes in. I think it's the guy who's the one she's apologizing to. Yeah. And Mike like says to her like some like offhanded like way to say hi. Yeah, she's like, Mike, this is so-and-so from the Adults with Disabilities <laughs> Foundation. Like, he, and it was something like inappropriate. It's like she's already apologizing for what she said. <laughs> That's Mike, what the other Mike senator said. It makes it so much worse. It's so funny. Like she she couldn't live without them, but she also, she could. They she, all She suck. very much could live without them. <laughs> I just feel them. like if she had other teams, they would just be insane turnover. Oh, yeah. These people are just loyal. Sue's the best. And I feel like she oh never really God. yells at Sue. I, I think that's the thing is like, S Selena almost sees Sue as like on her level. Yeah. And in, in like personality wise, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because Sue also has some really great burns. And Sue is also like Selena's protector. Yeah. Like you can't get she, into she her manages the calendar without talking to Sue. Exactly. Ugh, yeah. Love it. It's so fucking good. Anytime Sue's on the phone, she's like, the vice president doesn't have like a moment to spare. <laughs> yeah. And then we learn that she's like just spinning in her office. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> it's just, like she has nothing but moments to spare. Literally nothing but moments. Um, it's so funny. It's yeah. such a smart show. It really is. I also, one last thing before we wrap up. I love when Gary like gets the card back from Jonah's office and like walks into the vice president's office and is like, go Gary, go, <laughs> yes. go, go Gary. <laughs> it's just like, he's so uncool that no. it, like that to him was still like the right thing the to right do. The right thing to do. Uh, he's so like, so lovable, oh so God, endearing. I love Gary. And like, he really doesn't care that he doesn't, I feel like he doesn't even think she's a bad person. He's oh, like, no. she's perfect. Yeah. Like and being able, oh, it's so funny. Also, he was probably feeling so cocky because, like, while he went to do that, Amy was like, "She, Selena says to Amy, like, I don't know what your plan B is, but like, I wouldn't That's count on our happen. plan. Yeah. Our plan <laughs> hey, Gary's go, Gary, go, Gary. I'm gonna go, start doing that. Go, I'm gonna start go, picking Gary. up pieces of Gary and Selena in my life. I see you. I see, I see you. you. Oh, it's so good. Okay, well. We're almost at time. I just want to say thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Thank especially you for the, having me. The first episode where I didn't even know it was going to happen. This is also my first podcast I've ever been on. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Exciting. I had been like asked to do a couple of podcasts before when I was more into comedy. Well, I'm into comedy now. <laughs> when I first started comedy, I was asked to do a couple of podcasts right before the pandemic mm -hmm. hit. Mm -hmm. And then those just like fizzled out fizzled and then they out, never yeah. reached back out to me, which is really their That's loss. Sad, yeah. Big get for I you. mean, obviously <laughs> today kidding. is today's a big day for Hannah. I know. I know. Relaunch of my I must not have my podcast of my Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. But yeah, no, this was my first podcast experience. Oh my gosh, I'm so I loved happy. It yeah. Here in this basement. <laughs> I've literally only been on one podcast before, and it was the Tony Ooh. Awards, and it was, was in this basement. Um, it's Sam Prosser and oh. Jake Everhart, who I what went to college about? with both of them. 
It's Tony T O N I, and it's like <laughs> this podcast is just explaining other people's podcasts. Yeah, I'm like, what did you do on that <laughs> no, one? It's like it's meant to. They like started it as like they do series of like underrated actresses and watch movies that they were in. So I was on an episode in the Jennifer Tilly series, and we Who's watched that? Jennifer Tilly. Do you know like Bride of Chucky? I know it exists. She's like the she's the mouse mom in Stuart Little. Oh wait. The, okay. Yeah. Not Gina Davis. Not Gina Davis. No, the Gina mouse, Davis is Gina the Davis. mother. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I know. I don't, I don't think I'm familiar with her work. No. Her well, body for her. But she's like a really great, like, comedic actress. Who's been stuck in roles Who's like been, Mouse Mother. Exactly. <laughs> okay, got um, it. But yeah, it was so fun. And that was how I found out about this studio, too. So well, I loved it. Thank you so much for yeah, having me. Of course. I can't um, wait to listen along while I rewatch. I'm so happy I'll have at least one listener. <laughs> and um, Lauren. Probably. I was going to say, I'll if Lauren make, doesn't listen I'll to what Lauren. I said about her, <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Poor Lauren. <laughs> we love Lauren. We do love Lauren. It's just we now, we now know we can exist without her. Exactly. And yeah. it doesn't mean we will. And that's a beautiful thing. But just know we know we can. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Hannah, for being on. Um, If you want to follow, it would be really great if you could follow the podcast wherever you're listening to it, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I don't really know any other podcast platforms outside of that. Um, Follow it. That would be amazing. Rate it. Um, If you could follow me on Instagram at Madam Vice President Pod, that would be incredible. Um, Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. over and out. <laughs> Maybe that's how I'll end the perfect podcast. sign out. <laughs> the sign out should be you singing the do 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 do